Welcome to our devotion time. We are recording this before Ian actually hits and we are just praying that everyone is safe in the storm and we really can't wait to get together again. So as we catch our breath, let us listen to some beautiful piano music.
The scripture passage for today, October 7th, is a familiar parable from the Gospel of Luke. Parables are an interesting form of communication that Jesus used. To Jesus' audience, the parables covered common ground. The people knew about sheep and shepherds, lost coins, vineyards, seeds, and sowing. Parables tend to draw us in softly at first, but then they pull the rug out from underneath us, turning our world upside down and challenging some of our basic assumptions about neighbors, our world, ourself, and even about God. Megan McKenna wrote a book on parables, calling them the arrows of God. She writes, they pierce us and make us painfully aware of our need to change the way we relate to ourselves, others, and God. In his commentary on Luke, Fred Craddock writes that the parable is a form of communication which permits. It permits the listener to bear some responsibility for what is heard, and it permits others to be spectators, not curious enough to wonder how this word is meant for them. He goes on to remind us that the word of God is located not only at the mouth of the speaker, but also at the ear of the listeners. Unlike many parables, this particular parable about the four soils of soil, the four types of soil found in Luke 8, 4 through 8, is actually explained in verses 11 through 15. So as we hear this parable with fresh ears, I will just remind us that Jesus says that the seed is the word of God. Let us pray. Open our ears, open our hearts, open our minds, good and gracious God, so that we might hear the word you intend for each of us on this day. In Christ's name we pray, amen. So if you'd like to follow along, open up your Bible to Luke 8, beginning at verse 4, and I'll be reading from the NRSV. Hear now the word of God. When a large crowd was gathering, as people were coming to him from town after town, Jesus said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell on a path and was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on rock. And as it grew up, it withered for lack of moisture. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Some fell into good soil, and when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. As he said this, he called out, If you have ears to hear, then hear. And then continuing in verse 11. Now the parable means this, The seed is the word of God. The, one on the, path, the ones on the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. The ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe only for a while, and in a time of some testing, they fall away. As for what fell among the thorns, these are the ones who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. But as for that in the good soil, those are the ones who, when they hear the word, 
hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with endurance. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the footnotes of my study Bible, I read that genuine hearing is the principal theme of this section of the narrative. And I think that comes as a bit of relief for me. Even though I grew up on a farm, I am not much of a gardener. I'm told that I'm a decent listener, and I am trying to be more curious about the words I read, the people I encounter, and the feelings that are evoked in me. I know that we can hear from God, especially through the Bible, and sometimes through people, and sometimes through nature. This parable uses the structure of farming to invite us into a deeper meaning for each of us. Seeds are sown, and the soil in which they land matters. It's only been about four years since the last kid was out of our house that I finally started to have a few indoor house plants and to dabble in the yard a bit. For about a decade, with five daughters, one husband, and one dog, I couldn't take on one more living thing. So last spring, I didn't sow seeds in the front, gar front garden, but I did plant a few zinnias. Apparently the soil was so good that they started to spread the word and more zinnias were popping up all around them. Or should I say they started sharing their seed. Well, a month or so later, my husband and I love these happy flowers blooming their little heads off with bright hues of yellow, orange, pink, and red that we bought a few more plants and we put them on the ground in the front yard on the other side of the driveway. Do you know that not a single one of those new plants survived? I imagine it was a combination of the soil and perhaps the season. And it makes me wonder, how is your soil? What season are you in? That good soil that Jesus talks about stands for the good heart, one that listens attentively with curiosity and kindness, one that keeps what she hears in her mind and heart and reflects on it until she discovers the meaning for herself, one that then acts upon the word she has heard. Jesus said, and the seeds that fell on the good soil represent honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently produce a huge harvest, a harvest that is meant to be shared. Will you pray with me? We are grateful, O God, that you scatter your seeds of love with reckless abandon to all of us. Help us to tend to our soil so that we might bear good fruit to share with others in your name. Amen.